back to Let's Talk episode 12. Today, This week I'll be uh, talking about pro apps versus consumer apps and what are the difference and if you use an app over another app, uh, are you considered a pro or a consumer and I'll, I'll, I'll get more on that because I'm in that same boat and you, I'll, you can decide if I'm a pro or a consumer just by the way I use the apps and which apps I use and prefer and know and all that right for the sponsor alright so when I say pro apps and consumer apps what I mean by pro apps and um, consumer apps like first what first off what defines a pro app and what defines it as a consumer app so a, a consumer app is more or less um, comes free with your system it comes free so when you get a brand new computer and you didn't opt in to buy the pro software and you just buy the computer as is usually it comes with the software pre-installed and that's usually the consumer apps and the consumer doesn't really have to pay for it and just it's just there for you to um to simply quickly create it um i'm not saying that a pro uh, the pro people the professionals won't use these apps they will use them simply uh to get something very quick because they know uh it's they can do a very quick turnaround. I mean, and if you're a true professional, the app doesn't matter. Your skill is the one that matters. So, and usually the consumer apps, they don't let the pro adjust every single thing that he wants or he or she wants to uh, create. Um, and and I'm and iMovie is mainly. The on the I'm gonna mainly talk about the video aspect of it because I I do like uh, editing video so and uh, so I know that aspect of it so I know the consumer apps for the video side and um and kind of the audio version so the pre pre-installed apps that come on a Mac are usually GarageBand and iMovie uh, iWork is a totally different thing because those technically could be consumer and they could also technically be for the pros so because they're they're, um, they're the ones that are uh, the Microsoft equivalent for Word uh, Excel and PowerPoint they're just the micro they're just Apple's version of those so but iMovie is a completely the whole oh you could say iMovie is uh, Apple's version of Windows Movie Maker and what movie movie maker and iMovie they have something in common yes shocker they have something in common and you you don't know um they ha- what they have in common is they're very easy and approachable for anyone to come up to and just throw in the footage and sometimes what well, I know with iMovie they have uh presets already laid in all you have to do is drop in the footage that you think uh, could match or will match up, and then they do all the hardcore editing and the um, like. They I know with iMovie they have like a trailer or uh, a tra- yeah a trailer template, uh, 
I think a few others, but mainly a lot of people like to use the trailer one because it's already pre-laid out. It's already pre-laid out in the the pacing and the the music, and all you have to do is add in the footage. And they and they uh, in iMovie they pretty much laid everything out to where you need to get a shot that has that is a long, uh, a wide shot, a close up, and in order for it to fit the pre-laid out template uh, that's there so you 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 necessarily just had to choose the clip the clips that match that template in order for it to uh, get how you want and then you of course with the writing you can actually type in like okay what I want what you want it to say what you want it to be titled and then the ultimate con the consumer the ultimate consumer is where you don't have to do it it just creates the video automatically and that's usually in the photos app in on uh, Mac OS and I believe Windows has that similar kind of similar feature not with the video thing but with movie maker I I don't know cuz I don't have a Windows so I don't know I just know that Windows movie maker is the ba is the basic uh video editor for Windows because it comes pre-installed usually sometimes um, Windows is a very tricky tricky animal they, they don't like to have a lot of stuff pre-installed but sometimes if you get it directly from the the buyer it has it pre-installed sometimes it doesn't have pre-installed it's weird <coughs> and um it, it, it's it's cool that they give you pre-installed software to get you started so if you're a professional and you bought and you bought a new MacBook you already have your uh, software that will get you started it will get you um, on the road to uh, whatever you want to do so if it's filmmaking or if it's GarageBand or if you just want to be a director and you bought a MacBook uh, use iMovie to get your footage on there. Um, get your footage, and then iMovie will do the ver the tedious work of of the, all the hard editing. And then later on, if you want to become an editor, then you would invest in the pro apps that I will mention down the road. But right now, I'm I'm mentioning the consumer apps. So and then you got GarageBand that will do the your basic audio. And your instruments, and you can you know you can, um, because they have a lot of presets in GarageBand, so you can actually go into GarageBand and say, hey, I want a, um, a bass guitar, I want a drums, I want, um, a, a twenty-piece orchestra. GarageBand has those presets. They already have it. Everything preset. They already everything pre-laid out. Everything's there. You all you have to do is click and play. And just whatever sounds good. And basically, GarageBand and iMovie they allow you to be creative without having you to uh, be like like you're just starting out. So you're starting out, and you want to be spooked away from being using these uh, these these apps. So that's like the the consumer apps. They're they're there simply to uh, and, and yes, professionals will use these apps just simply because I've used them and I consider myself a professional because I actually use the professional apps um, 
to actually uh, need the more fine-tuned con controls that the professional apps give you. And that's what the professional apps are there for. They're there for you to fine-tune your content, your stuff that you're going to be making. They are there just simply to fine-tune it. That's all that they're there to do is to fine-tune So iMovie, you get into your thing and you realize, well, I want to color grade. I want to do all that. Well, iMovie can do the simple color grading, but what if you want to add more? What if you want to add a green screen? If you want to add uh, special effects? And what iMovie, There's a certain stuff that iMovie can't do because it's consumer. So uh, an Apple uh, with iMovie, they will... Uh, when they send out an update, they make sure they send out an update uh, to the software that will still allow a to be very consumer friendly to where you can get in and get out. Basically, you get in, throw your footage in, then you get right back out. All you have to do is just lay out the in order of what you want. And then the software just takes all that, throws in the transitions, and throws in the background music if you so choose. Because uh, it has royalty free, because you know it. It's a the consumer versions like iMovie, GarageBand, and Adobe Ru and Adobe Rush. They are the consumer versions to where they have the royalty free music, the royalty free uh, effects, the, uh, the royalty free stuff to where you can use it and not be worried about getting a copyright strike. And it's it's basically the, they're there. When you're starting off to just create, it's it's forcing you to just create it, and there's and there's like Apple's like, hey, we got we got your back. You you focus on creating the content first, and then later on when you get more uh, comfortable with making the content, you move on to the professional software. And the professional software that would be your Final Cut Pro, your Adobe Premiere Pro, um, Avid Media Composer, uh, Motion Compressor, um, the entire uh, Adobe Creative Suite, and that would include Photoshop, Audition, Encoder, Bridge, Prelude, Animate, uh, Character Animator, uh, InCopy, X, X Design, um, Dreamweaver, Dimension, uh, Dimensions. Um, after Effects. These are all uh, uh, professional software, and what uh, makes a professional software very different from a, a consumer software is they work with the other apps. So, like with Final Cut, it works well with Motion and com and Compressor and pretty much any of the Apple uh, software that it is natively baked in. But Final Cut and Motion and Compressor fluidly worked seamlessly together. And same thing with Adobe Premiere. Adobe Premiere works well with After Effects and um, Encoder. Th those that's the Adobe version of Final of Final Cut, uh, Motion and Compressor. So those are Adobe's version, and they all work similarly. Where you can, actually, when you're in Premiere, the your main video software, and you need to edit a photo, well, you can just uh, hop into Photoshop or lay it on your timeline in Premiere, uh, say edit, 
uh, in Photoshop. It opens in Photoshop. You edit it, all that, edit all what you need to do. Uh, click save, close out Photoshop, go back into Premiere, and it's already all your savings. Savings, uh, the saving, all what you just saved or what you just did in Photoshop just got saved to Premiere, and all you do is then continue on. And then, uh, and then more controls get unlocked with these uh, pro consumer or these pro apps. More stuff gets unlocked. And the same thing with Avid and Final Cut and Premiere. They all they all have features that allow the user, which is a professional, allow them to uh, fine tune everything. Like you, you, so most people don't realize when you are watching a move or watching a like a movie or TV show or anything anything that is made from a creator. Or professional, most most likely when you see that first thing, it looks wildly different. Like when you see those behind the scenes, it doesn't look like a movie. And you're like, that doesn't look like the movie. Or I've seen the movie and, I, and then I've seen the behind the scenes and they look completely different. Well, yeah, because they had to go in there and they fine tuned everything. And you and you look at that footage that they get before, and it's uh uh. What they call it raw, and what it what it, that means is there's no color grading, there's no color science, there's no nothing. You you can create the look yourself, and that's what the professional is uh, there to do. He's there when he's using these apps. He wants to create that look himself to create to make sure when the viewer is watching his content, he's has that look. Um, the the viewer is look is seeing what he wants them to see, and with iMovie and Adobe Rush and Gra and GarageBand and Movie Maker, they have they already have that look uh, for the consumer already built pre in it with uh, via the uh, effects and the templates and all that they already have the look because a, a professional uh, created that template for iMovie so he so basically he created the template and he's allowing the consumers to use that template so in a way the professionals created uh, the pro the pro apps created the consumer apps because the consumers said hey I want to create um, what James Cameron or Michael Bay or um, or Steven Spielberg they wanted to create what they create, so they like okay. Well, they some of them don't want to spend the money that the professionals spend on their apps to um, create the content. So, because the professionals with um, Adobe, it's you had to spend to the Creative Cloud suite in order to, uh, and they can justify that price of. 40 bucks a month or um, 300 and some bucks a year they can justify that price because that's their job and that's what they do for a living they can justify that price so when 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 a consumer they're like I can't justify spending 300 bucks on this and like if you if you uh, if you are listening and you uh, realize
realize that you don't want to spend like oh why would I spend three hundred bucks on a software uh, that I will every once in a while use that I don't use for my my day to day life my then you're a consumer but if you're um, but if you're listening and you are saying okay that's a justified price I would pay for, I would gladly pay for it because that would help me in my day to day life and that would help me create the content that I want I need to create to make sure I make more money to pay for that. So it, it's basically pro apps are just tools for it, it's the pro um, professionals and pro apps are kind of like uh, the woodworker. Like they and a, a saw and a drill and they're tools. They're just tools. Uh, Adobe Rush and iMovie, those are the software. That's just the software for con the consumers to where they'll just look at it and they'll throw in the stuff and then they'll export it and they'll call it done and they'll be good. They don't do anything. And, and usually if it takes if it takes them like 20 minutes or an hour or it takes them a little longer, and they look and it, they they adjusted that template to their liking, but they still rely off of a template. Usually, pro, uh, pro professionals don't use template. Our template is in our heads, and we have to make sure we can replicate that whole video through the software, through our tools. We create the tools. We're, we're basically creating that sofa from scratch, from design to finished product, where the consumer is just assembling that sofa. See, see, so it's like uh, the cons uh, professional apps and consumer apps, it's like Ikea. Someone has to build all the smaller pieces and so the c customer can just assemble it into the finished product and then and usually the professionals will start will create the entire thing and then finish it with a finished finished product sometimes they'll actually create the template and send the template to um, the consumer apps so it, it's a it's a cool it's a cool cool thing um, it, it, it's uh, pro apps are just um, like I I I personally use Final Cut Final Cut Pro and Adobe Pro. So I actually use and I'm actually learning Avid uh, Media Composer and that's another editing pro editing software. And so I'm actually one of those professionals that actually uses uh, both uh, softwares. And Premiere is the one software. That is on both. It's on Apple and PC or Microsoft. So it's on both softwares. And uh, and Final Cut's of course only on Apple. And Avid is the other software that is on both softwares. And Avid has a suite of apps that work hand in hand with each with its cell with with it. Um so I do use all three apps. So I'm one of those and most professionals uh, they'll they'll become a professional in one software, and they'll um, know they're they're they can uh, create a video in like two seconds, a professional looking video in like a day, 
and all using like say from Final Cut or Ninja from Premiere and they can do all that but with me since I can actually edit in both things yes I, I may not be up to tier with the professionals in that just use Final Cut or just use Premiere I may not be up on their level but I'm on my own I'm on on the professional I'm on a different level with the professionals that actually edit on both systems like I'll occasionally edit on Final Cut Pro I'm a little fat and I'll occasionally and yes I on those professionals whatever software you first learned you tend to be a little faster uh, on one software than the other so I tend to I tend I actually learned and tend to be faster on Final Cut Pro because I learned on that software and that I am getting a little faster on Premiere but that doesn't mean that I prefer one software over the other I actually like both I actually like editing in Final Cut Pro I actually like editing it in Premiere there's just um, I don't have a preference like whatever um, project comes my way and they say hey we edit in Premiere would that be okay I'm like yes I actually edit in both Final Cut Pro and or Premiere I, I, I'm fast in both it's just in Final Cut Pro I since I learned it I know the software a little bit better than Premiere Premiere I'm still kind of learning but I'm still in that professional stage to where I actually know what Premiere can do and I actually know the um, what Premiere can and cannot do and each pro software like Final Cut Pro, Premiere, and Avid, they all have their limitations. It's just you don't know, uh, a consumer doesn't know what those limitations are because they probably opened it and they're like, this looks too complicated. And they probably used it, but used it as a consumer. They didn't, they just plugged in the, vi the video and they just uh, try to find, because yes, Final Cut Pro and Premiere, um, Avid not so much, but Final Cut and Premiere both have templates that are already pre-laid out, and because um, they realize that consumers will use those so these those softwares, and they have to have those templates there just for them, so they can co come in, throw those uh, templates in, and then and then they'll just export it and. And what a professional does, they'll actually use that template, throw it in, and they'll actually go into that template, and they'll actually adjust it to where that template didn't even look like what it was previously. They they use it as like a backboard to what they really want. Like that template got them in the ballpark, but they need to make a home run, so they actually fine tune that template even more to where that template doesn't even look like what even they just they just needed something to get them into the ballpark. But they needed, but they needed to make that home run, so they had to physically um, edit and fine tune everything. And and Final Cut and Premiere and Avid let you do that. They let you fine tune anything you can you can possibly think. Like you wouldn't think that in Final Cut Pro and Premiere you can actually fine tune um, the littlest things. Like, you'd look at it and be like, whoa. Like, I, I've actually worked on several projects to where, and I think it, uh, it was in Final Cut, and I was doing all these 
uh, things and all like extremely fast. And the person that was um, like the kind of like the lead of the project was like in shock. They're like, "Well, you're going really fast." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah," because uh, what you're asking is consumer quality, and I'm a professional, and I can give consumer quality. It's just I can do it really, really fast. And usually, right now, I've been doing like the, like the basic stuff because I had I. Uh, I haven't really had a project to really push me to uh, what I need to learn, and I know and and I want to be I want to be eventually an editor, a video editor, not necessarily someone that works in After Effects and that work uh, is a professional it for uh, effects. Special effects, and then yes, there is a professional for edit for video editing, uh, special effects, uh, photo editing. That yes, there's a professional for each category that you can think of, and I want to be. And if you are a um, a professional in one category, you have to perfect your craft in that one category. So you have to know, like, if you're an editor, you would have to know. Um, the time limit, like, okay, how can I make this video, um, or, and the, what the director wants for this video, like, if the director wants the viewer to feel sad in this one part, an editor's job is to make sure, uh, to make sure that video makes the viewer sad. That's a, prof that's the job of a professional. They know how to invoke emotion in their content and uh I, and the, what I mean by professional and professionals can be what I mean what I just said they could be just about anyone in one field and that's what defines a professional is they are an expert and they know everything possible in their one field that's why it, uh like if you go to college and a professor, a professor of economics, they are a professional in economics. They did their research, they did their dissertation, they did all their degree in economics, or they did all their, uh, or a professor in like math, uh, and then it was like math. I'm like yeah, math of like algebra. They did all their res, all their, they're an expert in algebra, or they're. Uh, an expert in eighth grade math, or an eighth, an expert in seventh grade math. Like there's an expert, and and those, and yes, those are teachers and professionals. Yes, they're professional. Teachers are professionals because they're, uh, they're a professional in their field. They are honed in. Same thing with nurses and doctors. So we're all in the professional field because we're experts in our own field, and. Video editors and professional apps, those are just tools. They're tools for the and and I and yes, I'm a I'm getting close to being a professional editor. I just need to perfect my craft, my editing craft of how I can edit. And a lot of people think that editing is uh, includes uh, special effects. No, if the story's there, if I can. Enact and if I can enact an emotion, that's editing. That's a good editing. 
see, see what I'm see what I'm going with. So, um, if if you're if you're a professional, but you uh, are a professional in multiple things, that, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That's a very good thing, but just realize that, um, if you want to be whatever you want to do, like if you want to be a professional in everything, because you want to just do a little bit of everything, then you are more or less kind of like a a freelancer, and um, a freelancer of just doing anything, and, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. That's actually a very good thing to know. Like I'm an editor, and but I'm an editor that because I actually met an editor that actually edited uh, some famous or yeah some some famous or some popular shows like on Netflix and uh, AMC. I actually met a professional editor, and what she told me was. Uh, and I told her, like, hey, is it beneficial for me as a future editor, video editor, to know Final Cut Pro, Premiere Pro, and Avid, all three of those editing softwares? And she told me, yes, you would, uh, being as, as you're going to be an editor, just only an editor, it would be beneficial for you as an editor to learn, uh, those three edit, big editing softwares. And the same thing, if you're going to be in a professional in one craft, like if you're going to be a professional photo editor, learn how to edit your photos with Photoshop. Uh, and then the other, uh, find other, like Affinity Photo. Be a, be a professional in Affinity Photo, uh, Photoshop, um, uh, Lightroom. Uh, be a professional photo editor or just uh, someone that does all that in that one app. And so if you have the Adobe Creative Cloud and you know Photoshop, find the equivalent to Photoshop on another platform and become the expert in that. And then you can be the expert in those uh, apps. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say is... Uh, that's what a pro that's what separates a professional and a consumer. Consumer usually just takes what the free stuff what the free stuff is, and they just use it to play around with it, and then to, in order and then and then uh, usually the consumer apps will transition to being a pro app by getting the pro apps and uh, getting the pro apps and um, learning them and learning multiple pro apps in the field that they want to be a expert in. So that's that's my uh thing about pro apps versus consumer apps. I use pro apps so, and I am perfecting my craft in video editing. So I'm eventually going well. Most people call me a professional editor, but I don't call myself a professional editor yet because I haven't made, I only made, I, that's not what my main job is right now. Like, I, I don't do, well, I only do, right now, it's more of a hobby for me. And video editing is more of a hobby right now, but I want to turn that hobby into my life into my career, into my job, 
I want to make money from that. And usually that's what professionals uh, do. So right now I'm on the consumer side of the pro apps versus the consumer apps. I'm on, but I use the pro apps, and I'm eventually going to be a professional. It's just because uh, right now I I do I work in I work with those apps on my free time. I w- use them on my free time, and um and I use them just simply because it's fun to do. And a professional, they'll actually use those apps for their job. And they know how to use them, and they simply know those apps inside and out. Um, and they know what to do with those apps. Like they're 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 tools. They're not software. And, and I don't know what more because I'm not. I don't qualify myself as a professional. You may qualify me as a professional. I'm. But I don't qualify me as a professional. Like you may not, you may not know what Final Cut Pro or Avid or uh, Premiere. You may not w- know what those apps are, and and if you do, then and you use them for your job. I use Premiere for the my current job that I. Yeah, that that's all I have to say about it. Um, I I. I but I still I still love using Premiere and Final Cut and right now I'm still I'm learning Avid, uh, but I use those apps because uh, eventually I do want to become a f- professional video editor. But I'm right now I'm in the consumer stage kind of. Um, I did I'm just, I'm just what I'm trying to do to get kind of out of the consumer uh, phase. Uh, instead of having it just doing it on my free time as a hobby, I'm trying to perfect my craft of being an editor, and, that, and that's basically what a professional they are. And professionals are constantly perfecting their craft of what they're an expert in. And right now, I'm slowly getting in, getting to be an expert in video editing. I'm slowly. It, it takes time to be. A professional, because you have to slowly perfect your craft, and your editing. And most editors, like a lot of people, think, "Well, I don't like this editor because I don't like their editing style." Well, you don't necessarily know their editing style because most editor, if you're a good editor, you don't have an editing style because you can adapt to whatever. That's pr- true professional. You you wouldn't know, because you wouldn't know. Because you wouldn't see the edits if they're that much of a professional. You wouldn't see the edits. So, and that means their edits would turn invisible. And that's what a professional uh, will do. And consumer, of course, they don't know the software as much. So you can see the edits. You can see it's not, it's good. Like, it, you can you can say, like, that is the greatest video I've ever seen. It's just, they most likely had help. In a professional, yes, they will they will use help, but they are an expert and they will actually get help from other experts and say, Hey, I know I'm not an expert in this field, but you are help me out on this. And the consumer is like, I just wanna create this video in a day. There. That's it. <laughs> That's basically. Um that's my little spiel on 
uh, pro apps versus consumer apps. Um, I will catch you next week where I talk uh, about Kodak's still re- relying on uh, uh, pro apps and what you'll learn more about Kodak's and basically it's real kind of re- uh, revolves around Apple versus Google on the Kodak thing and you'll you'll see why uh, it's an Apple versus Google thing so other than that have a good week uh play around with some pro apps or consumer apps just create stuff I don't know just create stuff I don't know I'm out uh hopefully you enjoyed this if not I don't care but I'm out peace